0: to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimise your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Greywald.
1: Happy New Year, everyone. This is your host Amar and welcome to the brand new episode of the Fit Fact King. This is the first episode of 2024 and it is going to be an amazing year. It has started very well and I hope it has started very well for you guys as well. So I hope also you enjoyed this episode and thank you for listening to me for the last two years. Today's guest is a very special guest, Grime Ellis. He's specialized in old people, retired or aged people. So his website is also called Renewed After 50, which is incredible. I loved the idea when I saw him first time. I just absolutely loved the idea. So like, hey, would you mind coming to my podcast? And then he's like a very generous person. Yes, he's definitely said yes. It took a while to bring him on the podcast because I was busy. He was busy because he's got a really good clientele and he's busy throughout the week. And he's like, he's been doing this, he's been in fitness game for quite a long time, you know, and then what sets him apart is he's passionate about his his goals. He wants to help people just like any other fitness trainer, but he's truly, genuinely nice person and really wants to help people. So let's just not waste time. We welcome Grime. I'm very well, Amar. Uh, good to be with you doing this podcast today. We've been talking about this a lot, and then finally we get to chance to see each other and yeah. then make this happen.
0: Thank you for the opportunity, Amar. I've been looking forward to it for some time. So, Graham, tell me
1: about yourself. Give me some background of yours, like how you started, why you started all this. You know, when did you first realize? About this. Okay.
0: So my business, little business, micro business is called Renewed After 50. That sort of indicates that my client is over 50, but indeed I have clients that my youngest client is 42 and my oldest client is 93. So I have a range of clients. In 2018, after a lifetime in the corporate world, I was a sales manager of a large retirement community, retirement business. I decided to do what I've always wanted to do, and that's get involved in the health and wellness and fitness industry. I therefore launched this business specifically for people over 50. Just a footnote to that, I believe that as a person over 50, I'm able to relate to people who also are over 50 and what works for them, what won't work for them, yeah. and how to have empathy for that age group. 100%. So how did you realize that
1: after leaving the corporate world that you have to be getting into this business?
0: It was a natural transition for me because ever since I was a tiny little boy, I've been interested in sport and I was never the best at any of the sports that I played. I played seconds basketball, second squash, seconds of everything. But I always tried to be the best version of me that I could be. Yeah. And uh, I don't believe in retirement. Um, I'll work until I drop. And I get a lot of joy out of seeing um, what people can achieve at any age. And it's yeah. never too late to start, as you know.
1: Yes, 100%. So what sports uh, were you playing when you were young?
0: I played football. I played cricket. Okay. Uh, I played basketball. I uh, wasn't tall enough to be a great basketballer, <laughs> uh, but was quick around the court. And then I played squash for 18 years oh my God. and uh, played state two squash, which was uh, one one uh, level below the, the the highest league. And I did that most of my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So
1: tell me this squash. Um, I actually recently happened to talk to someone about these sports and all this. So he was telling me that People die from squash.
0: Is it- well, uh, as with any sport, as mm. with anything taking on any new exercise regime, yeah, um, you need to be fit enough to be able to do it. And if you haven't exercised for a long time, yeah. just weight resistance exercise um, might might uh, bring on some sort of episode. So before you do anything, if you haven't exercised for a long while or maybe not ever exercise, yeah. you probably need to get a clearance from your doctor yeah. Uh and people that enter into the squash field, which is um, highly intensive, it's an endurance sport, yep. um, do that. Um, you know, and if they're not fit, uh, bad things can happen. Mm.
1: Have you ever seen or heard any of these? before
0: in No, squash? I haven't. The The worst I ever saw was uh, a couple of Achilles tendons being snapped, uh, yep, yep. and that But was... that's just
1: normal, isn't it?
0: Well, um, it can be normal in squash, yeah. yeah.
1: Achilles is very common in cricket, though.
0: Is it really? Yeah. But I didn't I've, know that.
1: Like, I've seen a lot of people have injuries, Achilles, yeah. they all come up with this yeah. sort of injuries, but any any sport which is physical activities, yeah. it have some drawbacks of injuries yes. anyway. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, how do you see your health or anyone's health these days after doing all these, you know, like you probably see a lot of people with the bad health, with the bad uh,
0: habit of keeping the bad health. Yeah. Um, I, about 25% of people over 50 exercise, about 5% of people over 50 exercise regularly. Yeah. And I think they're recognized statistical figures. Um and, uh... So if there's a level of fitness to begin with, uh, that's okay. But as I said a few moments ago, if you have somebody that hasn't exercised, and I actually do have three or four of those clients that have never ever exercised. How they got through school, I don't know. Yeah. But you find that they have a low level of coordination. Um, their their underlying level of, of uh, fitness is very, very low. Yeah. And it takes a long time to build that back. So um, it does come back, but it, I've Got. I've got a, a fellow in my mind. He's 68 years of age, never, ever exercised. So after nine months of one-on-one training, he's just getting to the stage now where he's becoming coordinated. Yeah. We developed strength all of that time. So yeah. Lifting a three kilogram weight in a chest press was really difficult for him. Now, nine months later, he's doing 14, 15 kilograms um, per hand, so 30 kgs altogether. Yeah. yeah. Uh, chest press, which is a, a mammoth improvement. Mm.
1: God. Um, I know the coordination is very important because there are some people who come in straight away, they yeah. want to lift heavy weights, but yeah. no coordination. Yeah, and so it's hard. So how do you
0: tackle those? Then when they say like, "No, I want to lift heavy," (laughs) Um, it's repetitive work. Basically, Um, give me a lunge, give me a reverse and a forward lunge. Um, Balance is important. So if they've never exercised, doing a reverse and forward lunge in my movement, um, they they have to be careful. Yeah, but look at the other end of the scale. I've got clients. one client is in my mind. Uh, she's 70, and she, with a group of about eight others, are about to embark on an intensive training program mm. and probably a little bit of weight loss during a, a, a 10-week program, yeah. uh, starting off low and progressively increasing exercises during that 10 weeks. And then as a group, we're, we're climbing Mount Bogong. Uh, so I've got clients that are at the, the starting point, um, at at late in age, because yes. family has said, "Look, unless you move, you're going to die." Yeah, um, right to the other end where I've got older folk that are almost elite in their fitness mm. and are about to embark on tackling Melbourne's highest mountain.
1: Okay, yeah, interesting. How do you how do you um, in- educate people with? nutrition and training so if someone like having like as you said the corporate people they don't have time yeah. during the day so they yeah. don't eat when they eat they eat something bad from wherever they can find something so when they're coming out of that corporate world how do you tackle to like how do you educate them to be good in eating
0: also training so to answer that i i I, I do a health and fitness, yeah. health, wellness, and fitness assessment with everybody that I train, yes. irrespective. Um, under my qualification, I can't be very specific about diet. 100%. But I can be very general. Yeah. And in our walks and talks, uh, we talk about what is good nutrition and what's yeah. not. Personally, I'm whole food, plant-based. I eat. Um, I don't eat any meat. Okay. I'm, I'm totally whole food, plant-based. Yeah. Um, I don't brand that down anybody else's uh, uh Mouth, so to speak, but I yeah. do tell them the benefits. Yeah. Oh, I will tell them that. Um, explain to them that eighty percent of the weight loss journey is in the kitchen, irrespective of how much. Hundred percent. So, um, I, I jokingly say, "Do you have a kitchen in your house?" <laughs> and they say, "Yes." I say, um, "Do you have a lock on the door?" <laughs> yeah, lock the door. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I basically say, "You're in charge of what goes in your mouth." Exactly. I can make you stronger, faster, fitter. Yeah. But. If you're going to take off weight, we need to get a nutritionist, yeah. perhaps a dietitian, yeah. and you take responsibility for that.
1: Yeah. So do you do tie up with some
0: dietitians or nutritionists? I, I do have affiliations with nutritionists yeah. um, that can help, yeah.
1: Yeah, because that's where the biggest picture comes in, yeah. which don't mostly don't people understand.
0: Yeah, that's right. They think,
1: like, if you're going to the gym, you can just eat anything, or it just doesn't work that way.
0: No. <laughs> what is it if you, if you, four little squares of Cadbury chocolate yeah. is about 260 calories. Yeah. You can eat a whole block. Yes. No problem. <laughs> but if you eat an apple, which is also 65 uh, yeah. kgs, um, calories, I should say, Yeah, you can't eat 10 apples. Exactly. Um, so... Eat an apple is more nutritious, doesn't, not as sweet, yep. but yep. better for they you. They
1: say eat your waters.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and if you eat that 260 uh, calories of chocolate, yeah. it's about a 5K run to get rid of it, just to get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know
1: younger people, they can consume anything they eat quickly. Yeah. So what do you what do you tell your clients? Because, of course, they due to the age to avoid the drinks or
0: foods? Yeah. Um, well, again, uh, I point them in the direction of a nutritionist. Yeah. Uh, and uh, look, um, understanding energy density is an important factor as well. Yeah. The less water a food has, the higher in energy, the higher in calorie it is. Mm. The more water that a, a food has, the less calorie, but it's higher in nutrients generally. Yeah. Yep. So what I say, if you are hungry – go and eat whatever salad you can tuck into your tummy yeah and if you're hungry 15 minutes later do it again uh, because there's not a lot of calories but it's absolutely packed full of uh, nutrition yeah so that's what I would advise
1: yeah that's a good uh, that's a really good answer. and then what are the key key uh, three key changes that you tell your clients that to help lose fat quicker or moderation time
0: Um I, I I actually don't advise them to lose it quickly because yes. it's unsustainable. Yeah. So Wait, that, they ask this question. Uh, yes, they. Do. Oh, you know, I mean, <laughs> when people come to see you to begin with, first, first thing, question is, I want you to give me some exercises that get r- rid lose of my the tummy. Fat. <laughs> that's <laughs> when I say, do you have a lock on your kitchen?
1: <laughs> lock your kitchen. Yeah. And then the, I always tell them, you cannot choose where the you lose the fat.
0: Uh, no, that's body decides where the way she wants to lose the fat first. Exactly, and fats non-discriminatory. It'll go everywhere. Yeah, um, and least of all where you want it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you've been doing this for from since you two thousand eighteen? Did you say? Um, to, in two thousand and eighteen, uh, I started doing voluntary classes for mm. University of the Third Age. Yeah. Uh, and I did that for about 12 months. I think it was early 2019. Yeah, And I was building my own client base at that mm-hmm. time. I was working for a council gym. I was working for a private gym, doing my own stuff. Uh, when COVID hit, yep. uh, my clients said, can you do this online for us? Mm-hmm. And I agreed. Yep. A few weeks later, they said um, we we would like you to charge us for it. And I said, "I'm no, happy to do it for nothing." Yep. They insisted that I charge. Yep. Now those uh, people that that represented 18 people okay. uh, in probably January 2019, uh, whenever it was that. Um, COVID us, first yeah, of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, today, just over 100 clients doing – so I was doing two, one voluntary class a week. Now I'm doing eight uh, classes a week, about 16 PT sessions a week. Yeah. And I've just introduced a new product, which looks like being really successful. Mm-hmm. We're taking on a small number of clients in small groups. Okay. More – almost personal training, more yep. specific uh, attention – uh slightly more expensive mm. and, and we've got a specific goal and that's oh, good. climbing the highest mountain in Victoria. Yeah,
1: yeah that's good.
0: In- I hope I live to tell you about it. Yeah. Uh I think you did mention that before. Did I? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I think before we started this. Oh so okay. you did mention that. Right, right. Um but we'll get to that. Okay. So when you when you were in your corporate world or before, did you ever think about is that one day you want to become a PT. Yes. You did.
0: As a matter of fact, in 2012, uh, I did cert, uh, cert 3 and 4. Okay. And I registered the name Renewed After 50. Okay. Uh, and I I had a couple of attempts, but the retirement world uh, kept on drawing me back. And yep, as yep. you know, and unless you've got <clears> – <throat> 100,000 followers. Yeah. Uh, working as a personal trainer. Yeah. Um you know, it's not going to make you a millionaire. No, it's not. And uh so it's it's more for the love of what I do. Yeah. And uh so that that meant that I registered it in 2018 and launched it proper in 2018.
1: Oh, okay. Because um some people they don't do it until you know when they start something but of course you've had a picture in your mind beforehand oh yeah a long time ago
0: yeah i'll never forget um, either amar when i did my cert four the trainer uh said look to be a good personal trainer group exercise instructor you first need to be a good marketer oh yeah you need to be able to sell your product yeah and and Luckily, that's what I've done all my life. So when I began... um, I think
1: this is where I (laughs) (laughs) lack.
0: Maybe we can help each other. Um, So... Uh, yeah, so uh, I wasn't as good at trainer when I first started. Mm. Um, probably a better marketer. Yeah, but I think uh, it's caught up now. I've um, yeah got the you respect of my clients, and 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 I'm better than I was. You never stop learning, as you know. Oh, of course, and there's always somebody. Every
1: person who, comes in, teaches you exactly. Yeah, top opposite to what you've learned from the last person. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the good. And a bad thing in this yeah <laughs> so what has been the challenges starting this uh renewed f- after 50.
0: uh so uh, look uh, i wear my age as a badge yeah I, i'm 75 in two two months time you don't look
1: 75
0: <laughs> I, I don't feel that age either yeah uh and uh i'm fitter than people in their 20s yes uh, so I've started my own training regime to make sure that when I've got clients and we're training to do uh, Mount Bogong, that um, that I'm there to yep. be able to lead them and, and show I'm the saying, way. Yeah. So um, it's it's. So it's self-rewarding, mm-hmm. but it's also very rewarding for people that are looking to do something yes. extraordinary. Yeah, and being in your sixties and seventies and saying, "Okay, I'm going to climb the highest mountain in Victoria." That's it. It's one thousand nine hundred and sixty-eight meters so above sea level. So, where is this mountain? Um, it's in the high country. Uh, closest town is Mount Beauty, which is only a few few kilometres away. Okay, how How far? How far is from here from Melbourne? It's about a three and a half hour car drive. Okay. So we, we've got a motel organised. We're okay. uh, we're going. To are have are you, when are you doing this? Uh, so the training starts on the eighth of January. Okay. And if there were anybody that lived in this area could get to training, um, six thirty on a Tuesday and a Thursday and a Sunday. Um, there's two spots left. Yeah. It's limited to ten people. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, I'm doing a presentation. If they wanted, I'd send the link and they okay. can look at the yep. presentation yep. next Tuesday night. And um, you, you could come along with that, but but you're too young. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Qualify?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't qualify on that, but I'm happy to see because I've done this. I'm not, I'm not a hiking person, yeah. But I was in Ireland last year, and then just I someone told me about this yeah. hike that that they wanted to do, and uh, I was sort of thinking, should I do it or nah? I don't want to worry about. It. Then and I said like, nah, I should do it. Let's. Yeah. What's the worst gonna happen? Yeah. So anyway, I've seen a lot of young people going to that hiking and yeah. then coming back. So I was going up and looked at the time. It says about three and a half hours to four hours up and down. And I was thinking, that's a long time for a, for a hike. But, and then it was coming close to the end of the day. It was a cold day, but I still decided, I said, I won't, I'm not going to do it. Uh, let's see. It doesn't matter. Um, so I sort of started doing that. I've seen people, they were coming down. And they were, everyone was saying, good luck, good luck, good luck. Yeah. And were, yeah. Oh, probably I needed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then I came back. So I finished going up there, spent 10 minutes upstairs, up there, you know, took some photos, you know, relax a bit, have some water. So while coming back, people were still walking down when I saw them, um, I was going up, so yeah. I was so quick, yeah. and I'm coming down, and then some people didn't believe me that yeah. I went to the top, so yeah. I had to show the photos, hey, I've been to the top, Yeah, yeah. plus I was timing myself, because I saw the timing at the bottom, so I came back, I finished in about two hours and 11 minutes or something.
0: Oh, that's sensational. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, I surprised myself. <laughs> the average time for, if you have a look at uh, uh, Dr. Duke, Dr. Google, yeah. the average time up and down is nine to ten hours okay and we'd do that in a day but last time i did it with a group it took us four and a half hours up and three and a half hours down and good. by no means that's the quickest there's people that do it a lot quicker than that yeah um, but uh yeah so that's a challenge and and who knows what we'll do after that 100 I, th- I think the point is that if you keep it going doesn't yeah. matter what your age, yeah. you can keep it going. You can
1: keep it going, yeah. And
0: uh, and, 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 and that's that is the 100%. Key. You keep your muscle tone, yeah, bone density, balance, agility. All of those things stay with you, yeah, if you keep doing it.
1: Hundred yeah. percent. As you lose it, it just goes very quick.
0: Yeah, def- <laughs> definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because they ha- I have been like I had a few tra- a few clients before. They sort of stopped training with me, though yeah. they were not that old. Yeah, but you should see them just after one year yeah the, the drastic change yeah. i have seen in them it's just it's yeah. like look this is what you pay the price
0: yeah as you know it's um it, it needs to become a whole of life yeah policy in my view you hop up clean your teeth comb your hair put your gym goes um, gym gear on either go to the gym or go for a run yeah. move every day yeah, move every day then come home have some breakfast get ready for work yeah. and go so just what, it's it's part of your day. You have to make it part of your day. Yeah, I, I had someone
1: saying, I can't remember who it was. He said, like the worst thing people can do: get up and then eat. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. You haven't earned that yet.
0: No, that's right. I like that. I yeah. like So you yeah.
1: haven't earned that yeah. meal that you had, just yeah. got up and then added. How you earn it? You just get up, you go do some workout, do some, yeah. you know,
0: training. Yeah. You earn that meal, then you come and eat whatever you like. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you find it. I I find if you've done some exercise, um, it all, almost controls your eating as well. It does. You don't want to eat as much it's and, the
1: psychology.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's the
1: psychology behind it. When you start training, you don't want to eat bad because you say yeah. like, hey, I've done this hard work. Yeah, that's right. I don't right. want to just go at waste. And
0: the quantity seems to have a, a controlling factor yeah, if you're exercising 100%. as well. <clears throat>
1: so once you do this, um, so you've seen probably this, there's a media, that's a social media we call it. Um, you've seen from very young age when, you know, when we were – doing just a you've probably seen it like 2011 2010 or people doing pts in the gym so if if anyone training they're in the gym so you know they do all these but since that social media came what do you think is has impacted to the fitness industry that is worst or bad or or good
0: well, the immediate thing that comes to mind is the amount of people, the amount of fitness professionals that left the industry uh, during COVID. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not quite sure what it's like now, mm. but there was a definite shortage of professionals due to COVID. The gyms closed left, right, and center. Yeah. They went off and started doing other things, sought other careers. Um, that's certainly one thing, but what... Impacted me was online, uh, classes online. Now, I know a lot of gyms' online work has just totally died, yeah. And I'm still doing, um, they're not massively attended, there might be eight or ten, mm. uh, but I keep them going as a service to my clients. So, um, I think, uh, I think in terms of the online impact that that's certainly impacted my business and yeah. still going, um. Yeah, so in my age group, there's a keenness Yeah. Uh, as they get. The old saying, um, up until 50, your body looks after you. Yeah. After 50, you need to look after your after body. Your body.
1: Yeah. I think
0: that's just over 50,
1: I yeah. think, yeah. because once you pass that sort of 30 age, you, your body starts to tell you. They give you start giving you hints. Okay, yeah. you start looking after me. Otherwise, you're gonna have a yes. You know, bad yeah. bad experience with yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. Because, because people get cholesterol. People get sugar. People get back pain. These that. To yeah. start giving you hints as you cross thirty, I yeah. like this. by fifty is like one hundred percent. you know, it just gives you the straight answer: yes or yeah. no.
0: Yeah. So uh, I, I do quite a few talks, and I think um, the, the chronic diseases are heart disease. Yeah. Um, maybe not in this order: osteoporosis, strokes, um, uh, emphysema. Hmm. Um. Uh, Diabetes, yep. type two diabetes, which is largely due to being overweight and not yep. exercising enough. Yep. So, all of those diseases are lifestyle diseases. Oh yeah. So, um, and and as you say, um, certainly over fifty, if you've got those chronic dis- chronic yep. issues, yeah, you need to do some work to reverse it. Yep. So,
1: do you have any any clients that that have sort of bad health and they have improved?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah um the gentleman I was referring to earlier that had never a- actually exercised yeah. at 68 he was walking like an old man oh. uh, little steps mm. um almost you know you could put him on a walking frame and he would be, uh, he'd be he'd be just the picture for an yeah. older yeah. person that through lifestyle choices could have made a different turn mm. in life 100%. but now he's his, his uh, gait is better yeah. um he's lost weight. Uh, moving a lot better. Mm. So you can turn back the clock, uh, yep. particularly with, the, we know now that type 2 diabetes is reversible yep. um, through diet and exercise.
1: Yes. And uh, so my friend, she owns a sort of this center, wellness center in Hampton, next door to. Picasso's oh really yeah so that's that's a really good too so they have oxygen therapy they have oh, ice bath, okay. infrared sauna which is also very good for your body yeah the oxygen therapy I take my mom there so she she yeah. does it because my mom's got a like a knee problem so oh, we, okay. we just um maybe right. it's got a, we have a next year date to replace the knee but I've started taking her there because she's done like three four sessions but yep. she feels great after that so it just goes for one hour half an hour yeah but they said if you stay longer, any injuries in the past, like a shoulder injury or anything, it sort of starts to heal. Yeah, good. So yeah, so the oxygen therapy, hopefully, I'm hoping yeah. mom start walking properly without even getting a knee replacement. No, that's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even you can just tell your clients to go there as well. Okay. And then um, I can speak to her, I can give you the, the link as well. So you oh, can I just sort of it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, even if you use this uh, FitFact account, They'll give you fifteen percent discount as well, okay. so you get that from from them. It's it's a pretty good thing. Like people who like to have sauna, ice bath, you know, oxygen therapy. So they they introduce something new. I don't know the name, but sort of you lie down and yeah. then you put something on your head. It's just sort of I don't yeah. know what it does, okay. but but it's pretty good. I look forward to that. Checking it out, but yeah. Um. So so far. You've trained,
0: now you have 100 clients? Yeah, I do. Uh, the classes, um, they're predominantly strength, yeah. strength training. Uh, there's coordination, um, cardio. So in each class, I try and include a component of everything. Yeah. The predominant uh, uh Program would include strength, Mm. uh, chest, back, arms, shoulders, legs, uh, and balance is always included. Yeah. uh, Because uh, pretty diabolical if you fall over and break your hip after 50. Mm. Um, So balance is always in there, uh, mobility, stability, all of those uh, things and uh yeah so average class size at the moment is about 16 16 to 18. oh yeah and uh, as i mentioned earlier i've got a morning tea i thank my clients once every six months oh, and nice. and tomorrow's the day there'll That's be it. 50 odd people there yeah um, buying them all a coffee and a healthy non-healthy muffin yes uh, <laughs> well that, once in a six months yeah you <laughs> yeah so uh so i'm looking forward to that and uh yeah love the clients and and they are loyal to me as well
1: That's good. Um,
0: Tell me what has been your biggest
1: challenge so far.
0: The biggest challenge in this industry is staying the journey. Um, I learned uh, younger that you just have to be there every day. Try and be strategic in what you do, give out the best of yourself that you can, Mm. and then just stay the journey uh, I can remember doing classes where there was only two people in a class. Uh, I just mentioned that now the yep. average is up to that 15, 16 to 18 people yep. um, regularly. But it wasn't easy just staying the journey. And uh, so while you're not got a lot of people coming, you're not earning a lot of money either. Yeah. So that part's getting a bit easier. It's still not ever going to be a millionaire. Yes. Unless by this podcast, Amar, uh, I'm <laughs> inundated with new clients. Yeah. But you just need to stay the journey. Yeah. Keep on giving of your best. 100%. Make sure you, your quality of your product is good. Yeah. And people will stay with
1: you. I reckon the quality matters the most. Yeah. Because if you're not, if you're just only going for money, your quality drops.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Because I've seen people, you know, they, yeah. they have just – They will just want money. Yeah. They don't care about quality.
0: Yeah, the other thing I do, I never make any class, any two classes the same. The best program tomorrow is the one that you didn't do today. That's exactly right. So I keep on changing the program. Yeah. And uh, keeping it refreshed as much as possible.
1: Yeah, that's that's, another key to keep it, you know, that – the sort of curiosity stays there so yeah. I don't know what he's gonna to bring tomorrow you know yeah this this is what I do as well sometimes but with this with the similar weightlifting program so we goes for a month so you can't change that every yeah. day so I'll stay there for a month and yeah. then change it after the month yeah and so that was your strength. Tell me how did you get inspired by starting
0: this? what was your inspiration? Cool Who or what inspired you? When I worked in retirement, yeah. I saw people that were in their 80s and still vibrant, Yeah, still living like a young person. Yeah. On the other hand, I saw people in their 50s that were already old people. Oh. And I can remember one person particularly, he was early 50s, a tall, dark hair, quite a handsome guy, however, a chain smoker. Oh, yeah. uh, and during our interview, he had to go outside and have a smoke. And at 52 or 53, um, he wanted to come into a retirement village so that his wife was in a safe place mm. should he die. Oh. And I thought to myself, why on earth did you let this happen to yourself? Yeah. And, and it's probably not too late to reverse it now. Mm. So that was a huge motivator for me. I'd always been interested in fitness. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, this doesn't need to be like this. No. And... Uh, as I said in 2012, I re- registered, renewed after 50, and it's always been a goal of mine. And the greatest thrill that I get uh, in doing classes now yeah. is um, I, I, once every three or four months, I say, if you're doing, if you've got a two-kilogram weight and reps seven, eight, nine, ten are as easy as one, two, three, you need yeah. to get a heavier weight. Yes. And a big thrill is when people come up. To me and say, as happened last week, um, I went into Target and I bought four kilogram weights mm. and I've used them. I can easily do them. So um yeah, that's a seeing their improvement and witnessing improvement in their journey yeah. uh keeps me going. Yep. Yeah. So do you
1: um uh, the clients do they ever complain about sleeping? Like because you know, when you get to this age, it's hard to get fall asleep as well.
0: Well, you know what it's like to work in this industry. You and I, when we hit the pillow, we're normally that gone. exhausted. You're gone before you hit the pillow. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, my my clients, uh, some of them are already retired. I think one of the problems is that they doze during the day. Yeah. And then they complain that they didn't get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Or well, don't doze during the day. Exactly. Uh, so. But there
1: are some people who can sleep during the day and then they sleep at night as well. Yeah. And there are some people that don't sleep during the day and yeah. they admire at night. They also struggle to go to sleep because yeah. they have a lot of things in their mind. And yeah. then because as you age, as you go older, your stress levels goes up as well.
0: Yeah. Look, I I have to say it's not something we, we generally catch up for a coffee after a class. Yeah. And it's not something that's uh, really reported that much. Mm-hmm. What I do notice is people get aches and pains yeah. that, it are difficult to get rid of, yeah. Um, and uh, some you know, genetics might be delivering yeah. them some sort of ailment yeah. uh, that's going to take a bit of work to get rid of. Yeah. So, in that 65 to 75 year age group, yes, um, that's more or less what, what might happen more regularly.
1: Yeah, how do you track them? How do you track their results? Do they have any, any you keep the copy or they provide you some sort of feedback?
0: Um, it's a little bit difficult with classes uh, it, because you have 15 or 16 people turn up, uh, and it's jib- just observation. Yeah. When you're doing personal training, um, I do. yeah uh, do periodic fitness tests, yeah. uh, and uh, once you be- benchmark their commencing level of fitness, and then yeah. five or six weeks later, you retest against the same, yeah. and you can me- measure it their improvement that way. Uh, and you get more time to chat one-on-one yeah. uh, with your pictures. Oh, that's true, 100%. Yeah. yeah.
1: One-on-one is always – I think I like one-on-one best more because you got to get more attention and then you can get to understand more better yeah. than, than you just, you know, in sort of class, you're just looking for everyone. You know, someone's doing it right, someone's not doing it right. So yeah. when you start looking some other person, the other person sort of skips it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's always uh, – but <clears> – <throat> with this uh so injuries as we i think talked about before um any particular injuries you dealt with in the past or are you dealing with now
0: um knees are a big one yeah uh, um knees and shoulders shoulders are probably the biggest of all i think so um
1: because the shoulders start at 20
0: that's
1: right. <laughs> you start lifting weights. Yeah, the shoulders the first one to get injured. Yeah, I have injured a few few times my shoulder.
0: Yeah, right. Well, I've been lucky there. I um, apart from the time I fell off my bike. Yeah. and really injured my shoulder, uh, but it was weight resistance that actually helped yeah. me come back. Yeah, um, and um, so. Um, but uh, look, if it's a chronic injury, obviously straight off to a physiotherapist. Yeah. yeah. Um, the physiotherapist will often prescribe exercises to do and not to do. Yeah. Uh, and then as as soon as possible, I, I say start uh, reintroducing your exercises, but maybe only the uh, the weight of your arm to begin with. Yeah. And then light weights and gradually progress. Yep.
1: And I always say to them, like, if you start doing body weights. That doesn't, you know, it's less likely you get injured because you are controlling your own body. Yeah. And then the body knows, you know, what to control. Your shoulder, your arms, your legs knows that this is your body. So you're not lifting any foreign weights on your body. No, exactly. So the last question is, I think you sort of said that, but what was your why getting into this field Even before 2012, if you ever thought about it when you were young or you were doing something that, you know, okay, one day I'm doing this.
0: Well, I I can't imagine not trying to be the fittest version of me that I can be. Yeah. And that's been with me my whole life. Yeah. Um, I... I sometimes look online, look at YouTube yeah. at people in their 60s, 70s, 80s and beyond. Mm. And by gee, there's a lot of really, really fit people out there. Oh, yeah, 100%. And um, I'm going to be one of those. Yeah. I want So I don't see myself uh, ever retiring. Mm. I see myself probably tapering off a little bit, not yeah. working the hours. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's it's the return that you get from your clients and, and the improvement that they get. Yeah. And the camaraderie by being in a group socially afterwards uh, achieving something together yeah um, all of those are the reasons that i I, I like doing it and mm. and will continue to like doing it
1: yeah well that's a that's a really good reason I guess because you know um, it gets like you get better every day you get yeah. better each day after every time you do it definitely but yeah Ho That is conclusion of the session. (laughs) I am really pleased that you took some time today to come onto this show. And then I'm, I'm pretty grateful that, you know, hopefully some people will listen to it. If they are over 50, I'll tell them to get to Renewed50 and speak to Ryan.
0: The thanks are all mine, actually, Emma. I really do appreciate uh, having this chat with you. And uh, even if nothing comes of it, uh, (laughs) it's nice to have had the chat.
1: My pleasure. As always, like, uh, you know, I love to talk to people, especially in this industry, you know, like I get to learn a lot from you guys, from other people I talk to, you know, it's as I said to you, it's like an everyday improvement. This is the journey that, you know, I don't want to stop. Yes. And I keep learning from you, from other people, even from the clients, I learn a lot. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.